Dang it. What was I saying? The human dongle. Oh, get your finger out of my eye. Way better now that you've stopped touching it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was... Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain And the waving wheat can sure smell sweet When the wind comes right behind the rain Hey, it's Aaron. I'm going to merge these calls now. All right, are we both here? I am. All right, Dr. Campbell. Steve? I'm I'm here. Woo! Okay, good deal. (laughs) How's it going, guys? I'm doing great. How about you guys? I'm good. I uh, man, I appreciate you guys taking time. I know you like are probably done working for the day and um you know, like ready to get to your Thanksgiving plans. So thank you. For sure. Oh yeah. Honored to be a part of it. Awesome. Oh yeah. What was that? I cut you off there. Okay, oh, oh, yeah, no, I've been looking forward to this. I just didn't know you were going to call me so soon to set this up. Well, uh, I have been running so far behind that I'm actually, like, caught up here and pleased in it. So <laughs> I'm going to try to stay oh, up cool. with it. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's start with uh, Dr. Cable. Will you say your name and um, what you do and uh, uh, how long you've been in the biz? Gotcha, sure. So, my name is Phil Campbell, and I work for Jocelyn's Renaissance, which is all about culture and climate. And so, I travel the country, and I work with student leaders and with educators about how they can make their school a better place, a more inviting place, a place where everybody feels like they're involved and they're accepted and they're part of the community there. And so, prior to that, I worked in education for 16 years. I was a teacher and athletic director and then a principal up until two years ago when I had the opportunity to start traveling and speaking and spreading the message of Joss and Drenestant because we had used that in our school and had some great success with it. And so that's how that opportunity came about. Wow, that's cool. And uh, Steve, I know we've talked before, but go ahead and remind the listeners uh, who you are, what you do, and how long you've been in the education uh, business. That's a tough, tough act to follow. But <laughs> I, I'm Steve Gilliland. Uh, just started my 15th year in education. I am the freshman principal at Dell City High School. And that is wicked awesome. Uh, I am a freshman principal myself. How's it going in your world? Well, every day is different, and honestly, that's what I like about it. It's not it's not predictable, um, so it's, every day is different, and I love what I do. I love being with the kids, um, but I was ready for this week so I could kind of recover and rejuvenate. So yeah, yeah. Get, get ready for the home stretch. Now, Dr. Campbell, I don't know if you listened to the podcast at all, but Steve hosted a chat, I don't know, several weeks ago, like five weeks ago now, Steve? Six? Uh, Yeah, probably. And he sang your praises like the entire time. And so um, when he was talking about doing this co-chat and that you'd be on board with that, I was like, man, that is awesome. How do we get him on the phone also? <laughs> so I, I really appreciate it. So tell me about how you guys decided to co-moderate this chat. Well, that was pretty simple. I just asked him. He said yes. 
And I said, what topic do you want to do? And he made a couple suggestions. And then he he turned out the questions. And I was just kind of the man behind the scenes that made it go via tweet deck. Yeah. And And then I just participated like I do every week. I love it. And so, uh, have you done Twitter chats before, Dr. Campbell? I have. I love them. And the one that the, the Oklahoma educators have going is just, it's phenomenal. Uh, the involvement and the interactions. And I, I just think it's so important. And every day when I'm talking with educators, that's one of the things that I talk about is social media and how many of you guys are, are connected on Twitter. And it blows my mind how few hands go up in the room every day. And so then my next statement is, you know, guys, I'm feeding with you. If you don't do anything else, you've got to get on Twitter because there's so much great professional development right there in the palm of your hand, right? Oh, yeah. And through, you know, for so many educators are sharing such like super cool ideas. And then with the educational chat that you have going on, I mean, there's like chat every single day of the week, right? And what a great way to connect and to grow your, your PLC and just to be able to get new ideas and new information of things that you can take back to your school. So one thing, I don't know if you know, uh, but this week, the Oakland Ed chat, I mean, I know that there are hundreds of chats across the nation and education chats at that, but ours made Oklahoma City's front page news in being vocal in trying to um, take charge, uh, just just what, what we're doing behind the scenes that nobody really gets to see unless they're on you know Twitter at 8 p.m. and following us. So um, we made the news uh, this week, and it was pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Anytime that you can be in the news for, you know, positive things going on in the world of education, um, because there are so many great things that happen in our schools every single day, right? And so I think that's another reason to be on social media is that we have to tell our story. We have to get those great things that are going on out there. And then, yeah, when the news catches hold of that as well and gets to share that too, like, that makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what was your favorite question of the night? Um, anything that involves Michael Jordan, I'm, I'm good with, um, <laughs> it kind of dates myself, but no, seriously, I think the one thing that, um, naturally how we handle failure, um, is, is huge. Um, but just in working with Dr. Campbell and hearing him, him speak is, um, the, the importance of being real with the kids um, and, and modeling how you handle failure. Um, but, but the question, I think the question on failure and the best response that I can remember off the top of my head is, is um, and I can't remember who said it, but they said, if you can't make a mistake, you can't make anything. Oh. And, and it's, you know, that's true. Um, and I think everything runs just so much smoother when you can go and be yourself. And I think that's true, you know, for the kids, for the students going to school. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Campbell, what was your favorite question of the night? Oh, gosh. Um, That's hard to say. I I think if I had to choose one, I would probably say the last one, which really wasn't a question, but more of a challenge to educators to find a ghost on your campus and to find a way to make them feel like they're seen and that they're heard and that they're loved. And I think, you know, that's, we get so caught up in a lot of the 
monotonies, if you will, of the things that we have to do as educators, the paperwork and the, you know, the meetings and the IEPs and all those things that go with it, that it's easy to lose focus of what's our why, you know, what, like, what our ultimate reason is why we're there every day, which is to love kids and to put kids in a position to be successful. So that's something, you know, and I think like we all know that in the back of our minds, but every now and then we just kind of need that little subtle reminder of, you know, this is why we're here, you know, this is what we're going to do. And so, you know, just puts it to the forefront of, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to find somebody, I'm going to have a conversation with somebody that I normally wouldn't talk to. Yeah. Uh, So my favorite question of the night was question five. And uh, it was the one that says success looks different for all of us. And that's kind of been something that's in the back of my head a lot lately. We were um, having a chat, my husband and I, uh, a couple weekends ago. And and he asked me on a Friday night, all right, tomorrow's Saturday, what are your expectations, you know, for this Saturday, uh, trying to, you know, plan things out. And I was like, nothing, I have nothing going on, right? And so I, I'm an early bird, I get up and I'm at like eight o'clock in the morning when he's finally waking up, I'm, you know, two hours into writing a paper for grad school, I'm, uh, I've got three or four loads of laundry done, like I'm, I'm just like going to town, right? And uh, he says, so you're writing a paper? I said, yeah. He says, uh-huh, and when's it due? And of course, I'm a procrastinator, it was due probably like hours from then. Um, and he was like, that's not nothing. Like our definition of nothing was completely different. And so when I saw this question, what success look like for each of us and how is, I mean, it's different, you know, like Christy Cooper would look at my success probably and be like, uh, yeah, I've been doing that for five years, but each of us can take a moment to breathe in that success and just, it's different for all of us. So I really enjoyed that question. Yeah, that's very cool. I I love that. I love that perspective, you know, because again, you know, it's all about perspective, right? And what, like you said, what success is for you is going to be different than what success is for Christy or for me or for Steve. And I think it's so important for us to realize that as adults. But then also the next step is how can we help our kids realize that as well? Because I think there's this definition, there's a stereotype of success of what it is in our country. And if they don't hit that certain benchmark, you know, if they don't make the perfect grades or get into the perfect university or those types of things, then somehow they're not as successful as somebody that does, right? And so how do we help our kids define success and then reach those goals to attain that as well? Right. No, I I love that. Um, What are your passions right now? Not necessarily education, but it can totally be education. Gotcha. Well, yeah, so my biggest thing, obviously what I do every day is getting to work with kids, you know, and I love kids. I love giving them the opportunity to have a better tomorrow. Um, I I love those kind of aha moments when you kind of see the light come on of like, you know, this person really believes in me and they're they're not going to go away, you know, because too many of our kids don't have that. Um, so that, that's definitely at the forefront in terms of like professional stuff. Um, from a personal level, my family, um, and as much as I travel, it makes me really appreciate the time that I get to spend with my family and get to do things. And so you kind of, you know, sometimes you take that for granted, or I know I did, um, before I started traveling so much. And so just really making time to where it's just family time and we can do, you know, if we're going to play board games one night or we're going to go out to our favorite Mexican restaurant or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, that's definitely on the personal side, number one for me. Awesome. And Steve, what about you? Uh, well, I, I love what I do. So I, I don't, I wish I would have got into education earlier, actually, because it's 
the first job I've had that I don't mind. I can't wait to get there um, in the mornings. Uh, but but away from school, anything that my my kids uh, I've got one playing college basketball, so I'll try to catch as much of, or as many as his games as I can. And then I still have a junior in high school that plays too. So we're we're always in the gym or on a baseball field somewhere. Um, and other than that, just looking for opportunities to serve uh, in general. All right. Uh, are you guys reading anything right now? What, what's on your nightstand or what, what book are you reading right now? I am reading, I don't know that I can say his name. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I, I, I started following him on Twitter. Um, and, and it's like the top 50 questions for principals, or the principal 50, okay. uh, by Rudy Cafel, Cafel. Um, and, and it's really caused me to reflect. Really? Okay. Uh, quite, quite a bit. Um, and then I just finished reading Entertaining an Elephant. And how was um, that? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, it, it, it's just about... Um, a teacher that was kind of stuck in his ways and has, hasn't changed. And uh, he, he go, ends up and goes through some changes, and it's it's cool. It's, it's a really easy read, but it's, uh, that was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. Good. And how about you? I am reading a book called Unthink by Eric Wall. And okay. Eric is a, I heard him speak, so he speaks as well, but he's also an artist. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal graffiti artist. And so I had the opportunity to see him present and it just blew my mind. Like he is so gifted and so talented. And I think, you know, his story, not to give everything away for anybody that wanted to read the book or, or get to know him a little bit, but basically he had an educator that told him in grade, in grade school that he wasn't a very good artist and he couldn't draw. And so he totally quit and gave up on it. And then later on in life, um, he had lost his job. And so one day he just went out into the garage and he just started painting on this canvas or something that he had out in the garage or whatever. And then it's evolved into this career now. Um, so his whole thing, it's it kind of, I talk a lot about blowing the box up, right? And like right. taking risks, taking chances. And that's his whole mantra behind this Unthink book is let's do things differently, right? Um, so I really like that. And then a book that I'm looking forward to reading it's called The Innovator's Mindset by George Kuros. Yes. Um, I got to hear George speak not too long ago, and he is absolutely phenomenal. And so I've got his book, and that's the next one on my list to read as well. All right. All right. I like it. Um, the Innovator's Mindset, I read right uh, in line with um, the the creative Wired to Create, which was St- uh, Scott Barry Kaufman. And boy, those two had me fired up. So you might write that one down. Wired to Create was pretty wicked awesome. Um, I love it. Uh, who are your edu heroes, Steve? Uh, well, I have one. Well, Dr. Campbell is one of them. Right. Um, I knew that. Uh, honestly, um, he's really been an inspiration um, this year as far as my, my focus uh, and mindset um, and uh, I wish I would have known you. I, w- I wish I would have been prepared to answer the book reading question because I could have put in a, a shameless plug for his book, which is awesome. Well, you did uh, the last podcast, so, so you're well, I good. Did the last, well, well, good. I'll do it again. Okay. You guys are, 
you guys are looking for a, a good read, you need to pick up Dr. Phil Campbell's book of I See You, I Hear You, I Love You. Um, it, it will it will light your fire, I promise. Um, other than that, I mean, I, my, my co-workers are awesome and we're, we're all in the A-Hall and we we get along so well and then, and, the, and the good part about it is we don't always agree with each other um, and, and we, we strengthen each other by, by challenging each other uh, to think and you know I'm fortunate to be right next to Christy Cooper and Renee Beto and I can keep going on and on yeah um, they keep they keep me going daily though I, I love I love Dell City High School I love how hooked up your school district is on the Twitter like I really do. Anytime I hear of a name, I'm like, oh, I love that person. Yeah, they're one of, you know, Dr. Cobb's. Uh, of course they are. Right. Of course they are. All right. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, Dr. Well, Campbell. What oh. is following the leader? Okay. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, Dr. Campbell, who is your edu hero or edu heroes? Man, that's hard, you know. Um, and I'm blessed with the opportunity now and what I do. I get to meet so many unbelievable educators all over the country, right? And it's part of my talk that I, that I share every single day is that as educators, every day we have the chance to service heroes to these young people, right? And so, you know, it's kind of a, I don't want to say a cliche answer, but I think anybody that works in education um, is somebody that I look up to and respect because I know what it takes. I know how you know, exhausting and emotionally draining that it can be when you really pour yourself into it. Um, so it's it just, it's an honor to be able to work with so many outstanding educators all over the country. Um, if I had to sing it down and I had to just say one, I would say my bride. Um, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal educator. Um, she's a way better teacher than I ever dreamed about being. Um, but she definitely inspires me with just how great she is with lesson design and curriculum design and coming up with different ideas that are, you know, I'm great at presenting, I'm great at leading and, and organizing people, um, but in terms of content creation and those types of things, she is absolutely just phenomenal. Aw, I love that. Uh, well, guys, I sure appreciate you taking time, especially on a day where you could easily go be with your family. Uh, thank you so much for talking with me. I love it. Well, well, thank you for the welcome. opportunity. Yeah, this is so cool. I love what you're doing for education, so thank you for the opportunity. We're only saying you're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, okay.